Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios where we need to talk about Tony La Russa again. I'm sorry, How Mike dare Harmon. you. I know, listen, you had the last 24 hours with the Bears and it was great, but we, we have to talk about Tony La Russa again. A couple of big stories out of baseball. Um, once again, Tony La Russa decided, ah, I'm going to intentionally walk a guy. Remember, it was just a couple of months ago against the Dodgers. He decided, hey, I'm going to intentionally walk Trey Turner with an 0-2 count. What happened? Well, Max Muncy goes deep. Tony La Russa gets embarrassed. Doesn't matter. Said, oh, I would do it again. Well, turns out he did. Tonight, 
with a one and two count in the seventh inning and the White Sox trailing five to two, he intentionally walked a batter. There were two outs and runners at second and third. And on a one and two count, he decided to intentionally walk the batter. Now, here's here's the thing, Mike, is that, look, this is the this is the poster statement for what does it mean when a coach is trying to get fired? Well, he does stuff like this, because in what world, why would you pitch to him anyway? Right. If he's so dangerous, why would you pitch to him anyway? If it's such a bad situation, why would you pitch to him? Risk him. Now you're one and two. You're one pitch away from getting out of it. No, no, no. Now we're going to intentionally walk the guy. This is where LaRusse's strategy just fails to pass muster. Why are you going to pitch to If it's that dangerous, why are you pitching to the guy at all if that's the case? Why is that happening? Well, Ed Gonzalez, <laughs> 40% of the time, uh, strike out with uh, two count, uh, with two strikes in the count and gets on base. They go in and get Jimmy. Jimmy Lambert out of the bullpen, and, and he uses the the ground ball or and in the ending and fly out. I'm sorry to uh, to get out of the inning, so they at least yeah. finish. So yeah. there's no damage, but it's still just another. What what are we doing here? What right, we, because you had you're down five two, and you got a guy on the on the ropes who's not been terribly effective with that count and uh, as a hitter. And well, there you go. You had runners at first and second, and then you had a double steal would put runners at second and third. And that's when you decided, oh, we're going to intentionally walk him. So you were okay pitching to him with, with a runner at second in scoring position and two outs where a single is going to score a guy because the guy's running on the pitch, right? The guy's running on the swing because there's two outs. So you're okay with a guy pitching leads. It's, oh, but a guy's at third. Yeah. and run, No, 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 that we're not going to do. No, 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 that, that we're, we're clearly not going to do that. I'd rather load the bases. I mean, really, I, 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 does Tony La Russa, does he have Bears season tickets? He doesn't want October <laughs> to be taken up by anything because, you know, you're on the periphery of this playoff chase here. And, I mean, does he have a vacation? You're only a couple of games October? out of first place in your division. Am I, am I, is he going on? I, I've had this cruise planned in October for three years before I even came back. We're going to Alaska. We're going to Kodiak. We're going to see Bears and everything. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't want to. I, I can't. I can't work in October, so I'm going to make sure we stay home to not to not advance anywhere past the end of September. Because this is just. I mean, this is stuff like he wants to get fired. I'm going to do this, and I want to get fired. That's what this is. Yeah, but this one worked out, so he gets to throw his throw the microphone down. They still, you know, take an L. So in the end, it doesn't matter. And they've been crowing all over social media, going at all the media members that have decided that they hate the style of play. Like, how about this? How do you like them apples? My kids are watching Goodwill Hunting, so I thought ah, I'd just throw nice. that in along the way, even though it's Cleveland and not Boston. But that's fine. <laughs> uh, it, it all plays just the same uh, as we bring in our, our normal pop culture irreverence to the program. But, yeah, for Tony La Russa, it's, it's another night of everybody scratching their heads. It's been a weird, weirdly exhausting season for one that looked like it had so much promise with these young would-be superstars, can't stay on the field, can't stay healthy. Jose Abreu just keeps doing his thing. Andrew Vaughn's been strong for them, but 
they have to go get Elvis Andrews because they have no idea if, when Tim Anderson's coming back. Lewis Roberts been out of the lineup. I think at this point, it's like the wacky doctor's game operation where we can light up every part of his body to try to determine what's kept him out of a lineup in a given day. Eloy Jimenez, same thing. As soon as he starts hitting well, he goes out. So it's and then you've got Larusa in the dugout doing Larusa things, uh, and or falling asleep. So uh, <laughs> he'd rather him fall asleep rather than do something like this again. But well, and then you had the guy the other night that claimed, you know, hey, I got him to do the pinch running uh, with Angle and whatever else, and in his in the media availability the next time out, he goes, yeah, let that guy, uh, yeah, let him have it. <laughs> So I was like, I, I, you didn't really deny it. But, you know. <laughs> anyway, he's, yeah. He's doing it again. I, real, I, 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 can't, I can't get past this, that he's doing it again. I'm, I'm just going to completely do this because of defiance. And he's never going to take the L because he took the L last time, but no, he didn't, right? It didn't work out last time, but still he defended. It was the right. No, it didn't work out, right? So now he's going to take, take it as a W even though oh, – so, so no matter what happens, whether you give up runs or don't give up runs. You're going to say it was the right thing to do. I mean, come on, man. I mean, what? I mean, what the hell? It is real, really uh, next level stuff that we're looking at here. It is. Can I? Can I go to something more positive in baseball? <laughs> sure. Well, hey, this is positive for all of us. It's not positive for you because you're a White Sox fan. For the rest of us, this is very positive because it's the, not our uh, manager that's doing this. No, that's right. The 52 and 67 Angels welcome Mike Trout back to the lineup today. He batted second and went one for four. His first action since July 12th. Look at this. Look at him coming back. Congratulations. And remember, this season will always be known as the year the Angels. Hey, they were seven games over 500. And now look where they are. Now look at what they had a good run. Uh, uh, no, they really didn't. They had a they had an okay. Start. Well, it, it was it, well, but that's it. It was a good run for a month or so. Right. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> they they got all, all the uh, Shohei Otani nights in that they could, and then obviously fire Madden. Trout gets hurt, and so we just celebrate Otani. But even that, I think most folks are getting to the point of all right. He's great. We get it. They stink. Move on. (laughs) Meanwhile, another story out of baseball that's becoming pretty big after tonight. The Yankees lose again. Yeah, they They lose 4-0 to the Blue Jays. And suddenly, boy, without that Donaldson Grand Slam, man, can you imagine what the last few days would be for the Yankees? But they lose again. This month, the only two teams worse than the Yankees are the Tigers and the Nationals. That's it. Only two teams. Yankees are 5-12, two runs or fewer in eight of those games. They've been absolutely terrible. They were the best team in baseball all the way up through the All-Star break, and then they traded Joey Gallo, and look what happened. Aaron Boone tonight, Yankees manager, said after the game, quote, we should be ticked off right now, and we need to start playing better, plain and simple. You pour a lot into trying to shake hands at the end of the day, and we've been able to do that on balance on a really high clip this year. But we've hit a rough patch, and we've got to dig ourselves out. We can sit here, and I can keep answering questions to talk about it, but we've got to go do it. So you hear him say you put a lot into trying to shake hands at the end of the day. So what he's saying is that the Yankees, you got to pick this up. 
You, you, we, we got out to a big lead. We got out, and, and no one was threatening us. Okay, but you guys have really fallen into a big sense of self-satisfaction because when you say, hey, we want to make sure we're shaking hands, we're all friends, but at the same time, we got to hold each other accountable. So Aaron Boone is saying the Yankees now need to hold each other accountable for what is happening right now with the team and as poorly as they've been playing. And I'll tell you, man, look, this is the right move for Aaron Boone. It's, you, you can't just sit back and hope and wait because you're hoping you're your injured guys are coming back soon and Stanton starting a rehab assignment this weekend. Uh, you know, that's a big thing. You're going to score runs at some point again. It's the, it's dog days of August. Your bullpen is awful, and I don't know how you fix that other than hoping guys just get it back. That's the big thing that I focus on with the Yankees. But for Aaron Boone, yeah, every team, no matter how talented they are or how good they are, you need a kick in the ass once in a while. And rather than sit here and, and watch the rest of August fritter away and then we get into September – Here's Aaron Boone saying, hey, we should be pissed off right now. We should be pissed off. The way he does it is very non-confrontational, so I would do it a little bit differently. He's, he's the kind of coach will say, hey, we should, like, we should all be upset right now. Have you said that to the team? Like, is that something behind? Hey, guys, you guys are playing. You guys are playing like crap right now. You really are. You are playing, you are playing terribly. I mean, that, that's really how you get a team's attention. So I'm hoping he is saying this behind closed doors because when he comes out and says, we should be ticked off right now, I'm like, can't you say this to the guys? Or you have to say this to them through the media. You're in the you're in the dugout with them every day. You're in the locker room in the clubhouse with them every day. When a team is losing, yeah, I know they're losing, but you got to know the time to say, hey, it's time for a kick in the ass. So I'm hoping that Boone is doing this on on all levels. It's the right thing to do. But after seeing him say we should be, I'm like, is he really doing it the right way, or is he saying, hey, I don't want guys to really get mad. I want them to somewhat get mad, and I don't want them to get mad at me because I don't want them to think that I'm the problem because I like managing the Yankees. I don't want to lose this gig. It's just Aaron Boone seems like he's always had the right the, – his heart has always been in the right place. Sure. Right? He's always seen that way as a manager. And, and this is a microcosm of that. His heart is in the right place, but where to go to figure out exactly the way to get something done, that's kind of what he has struggled at. And this is kind of one of those times where I want, it makes me wonder – how is he really dealing with this? Is this his way of dealing with it, or is he dealing with it behind closed doors? Because the Yankees have fallen short the last few years. You can't just always lay this at the, the foot of the manager, but the manager has to know, hey, this is when my foot's on the gas. This is when my foot's off. This is when we're going to have a meeting. This is when we're not going to have a meeting. And, and Boone seems to have the right instincts to it, but just, just taking the team and, and saying, hey, this is when I put my stamp on it, I, I, I haven't seen that from him. Well, the return of Stanton certainly can't hurt things now, can it? Uh, because a lot of the struggles coincide with his absence in the lineup. One more masher and a guy you've got a game plan to as you you set your rotation and your your bullpen moves. But it, it's the the rock and the hard place of that. You're still 26 games above 500. Yes. You've now fallen three behind in the loss column, four behind in the win column, like what I did there, uh, mm-hmm. against the Astros. Uh, but when when you get to it, it's like, all right, this is still a playoff team, and we've seen what they are capable of. But how do I restore that? Is there something missing? I, I guess in, in this age of holograms and whatever, uh, see if you can fire up some old footage of locker room confrontations led by Billy Martin. <laughs> or something to that effect. Because I don't think Aaron Boone's that guy. I think he's – the temperament isn't – because even here, it's it's not quite angry. It's not quite despondent. It's some weird mix therein. 
right? Of all right, I you're throwing your hands up and talking about how guys, you know, need to be more accountable in the handshakes and whatever else. But I don't know, is there anything in his because everybody's calling for his job, right? Because that's where we get. We get to the the classic New York style of, all right, this guy should be out uh, looking at Cashman sideways and everything else, uh, even though he was celebrated and they wanted to throw a parade after he got rid of Joey Gallo. But when we get down to it, it it's the how do you motivate a squad that has played so well that they built? I mean, they're still at an eight-game lead over Toronto, despite all of these these slide uh, and your run differential is second in the major leagues at plus 185 second only to the Dodgers who are at a plus 250 which is just insane considering some of the games that you know their bats get sleepy but trying to get out of this funk I don't know if you've got that guy in the clubhouse is there a vocal leader among those players is Aaron Judge that guy I mean who's going to back up Boone and really help to assert you know, a sense of urgency for this squad right now because the objects in the rearview mirror are getting closer. Look at the way Baltimore has played these last two and a half months. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, the Orioles right. are going to catch the Yankees. Here the Rays go. always win games. They're always there in that 85-90 win total. So you know they're going to get it done. And Toronto's good enough to, to mess things up. You, you mess around too much, all of a sudden you got got. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the official song of sweating closers everywhere. Maybe if Josh Hader would switch his walk-in music to Narco, everything would be okay. Last night, we officially put Josh Hader on the list of closers that we sweat every single night. Kenley Jansen, Craig Kimbrell are on that list, and now Josh Hader, who comes in tonight and gives up three runs to the Nationals in the top of the ninth, one run coming in on a throwing error he made when he threw the ball into right field uh, after a swinging bunt did not go his way. And then he gives up a two-run jack to make it 6-3, comes out of the game. So Josh Hader, who was the Padres' big acquisition here at the deadline, it looks like now the Brewers maybe knew what they were doing. Joining us now on the hotline, a guy who put that tweet out there a couple minutes ago, our insider in Las Vegas, former odds maker at Caesars, host of Bet the Board podcast. Check him out on CBS Sports as well for all the best analysis work you could need. It is Todd Furman. Todd, what's happening, buddy? I'm doing well, gentlemen. How are you guys holding up on a Friday night? Well, better than Josh Hader, that's for sure. Well, it doesn't take a whole heck of a lot. Clear that he's had a uh, crisis of confidence at this point, whether it's mechanical, whether it's between the ears. I'm not sure the Padres can trot him out there at this juncture in the season in a high-leverage spot, given what we've seen each of the last couple of nights. Yeah, Pretty crazy that we're talking about two closers in the West, right, Jason? That every time they show up, especially in our window, that we just uh, start using the word sweat a lot. Well, I mean, the reality of it is for the Dodgers, they knew exactly what they were getting themselves into with Craig Kimbrell. Anyone who thought he was going to be a lockdown closer and be able to nail down the ninth inning every time he trotted out there was just deluding themselves. But when you look at the Padres, there's no doubt. They expected a lot more here. They thought this was going to be an upgrade. But if you go back and look at Hader's season after June 17th, he has been downright awful when it comes to buttoning things up. And the reality of it is, if you look at last night, I mean, the two runs get charged to you, Darvish, but that was all on Hader as well something that's got to be nailed down when you're supposed to have elite closing stuff. I'm telling you, he goes to Narco, everything, everybody should go to Narco, and then everybody saves all the games. That's what would happen. That would be the best thing for him. Hey, whatever it takes. The Padres are going to have to do something at this juncture. Uh, but, man, what a uh, train wreck it has truly become. All right, Todd, uh, we got into a little bit of hot take nonsense because it is the NFL silly season. Jason uh, made a, a prediction I'd like to – Get your opinion on it. Of Carolina, he, he obviously caveated the hell out of it, but said Carolina could win the division. How I mean, now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. You got to say my because my the, the, yeah. Your imp is if Christian part. McCaffrey's available. If Christian McCaffrey plays this season, if he's healthy this season, all season, Carolina wins the NFC South. 
I think Carolina's got a lot of questions they have to answer, but quite frankly, I don't think the biggest one is Baker Mayfield, like a lot of people are led to believe, because he wasn't—he won't be as bad as what we saw from Baker last year when he was working at about 50 or 60% capacity, working with a myriad of injuries. He won't be as good as the quarterback we saw that was able to lead the Browns to a rare postseason victory, but if he's somewhere in, the, in between and Carolina can get more out of some of their secondary receiving options, like a Terrace Marshall, like a Robbie Anderson, and to your point, Smith keeping Christian McCaffrey healthy I mean this is a team that's going to have to be a little bit more dynamic offensively than what we saw last year where they were as much smoke and mirrors as any team even winning five games after that 3-0 and start going 2-12 and down the stretch largely attributed to a diminished strength of schedule uh, when they really had their hands full All right now speaking of I want to ask you what kind of odds I could have gotten on this action if I called you yesterday with this if I said I want to bet that Tom Brady is taping the mass singer, and that's why he's not in camp with the Bucks. What kind of odds would I have gotten? You would have gotten a long price, but at the same time, I'm very interested to know where some of this storyline you know, circulated from, because I've heard very different narratives about why Brady's been away from the team, and it suggests there's a lot more going on on the home front from a serious standpoint. So, you know, honestly, not to downplay any of it, all of it, and maybe he is part of the mass Singer, but I think it'll be real interesting when we ultimately find out why Brady's been away from the team like this. Do you think we right. are, though? I don't know that we will. I mean, we may not. Brady may just show back up and say, yeah, I was gone. I'm back. I'm keeping it to football. That's it. Yeah, I mean, mean, he's been... He's been extremely tight-lipped, and I give him credit. I mean, if it is something that's going on, you know, with his immediate family, you know, in this day and age, if you can keep that private, I give a professional athlete, one as visible as Tom Brady, a world of credit on all fronts. But just something about this whole situation doesn't strike me as simplistic and straightforward that he's walked away from camp knowing how big a competitor he is to go shoot a TV show, even if he made a commitment while he was retired previously to Fox. Todd Furman, our guest, at Bet the Board Pod, where you find him all the goodness as they start previewing both college pro football, of course, also hitting the NASCAR circuit along the way. So you got that at Todd Furman, where you can find him, get the full hub of experience and knowledge and everything he's got going on. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here, Fox Sports Radio. We were talking about it as the games were going on tonight, Todd. Uh, you, you know all better the math than, than we do. The first two games ended at 2010, New England and Green Bay, your winners over Carolina and New Orleans, respectively. Uh, And the Rams scored 20 points, Houston with the 24-20 win. But say that third game had gone 2010. If I'd gone for specificity betting these games ahead of time, saying they were all going to finish with 20 to 10 scores, what kind of odds am I getting on that? I mean, you're talking about astronomical numbers. I'm not even going to go into the mathematical permutations of the likelihood of three preseason games all ending on the exact same score, uh, especially given the sequences <laughs> they've done. Uh, I'll leave that more to Smith to try and figure out the mathematical probabilities that he wants to offer up there for you, Harm. Well, he was already starting to spend his money, Todd. And one of those, <laughs> if I had just... <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, unfortunately, you don't get exact score type outcome as a prop market uh, during the course of the preseason. But if it happens on an NFL weekend and you happen to get the Thursday night, Sunday night and Monday night football game to all end on the exact same score and you nail it, uh, you won't have to show up for work the next six months, I wouldn't think. Oh, I'd go more than that. See, what I would have done, though, if I was a smart better is I would have said, OK, the first two games ended 20 to 10. You want to pay me out? Like, let, let's figure out a payout because, boy, if this hits for you, it's going to really be damaging. Now, I could lose it as well, but I would, I would try that payout after the first two games. 
You might have been able to get a cash out, uh, and you might have been able to make a few bucks if that was the case, if you were trying to tie it all together. That's for sure. <laughs> all right. From, uh, more from the games tonight. The Patriots have gotten so much flack the last few weeks, and their offense is a mess, and there's no coordinators. Are you buying that this is like a downfall of the Patriots here? I think it's going to be interesting to watch when this team uh, is starting to face some adversity because when you look at their offensive line, that's typically been the strength of everything this franchise has done. Obviously, Tom Brady notwithstanding and him handing the baton to Mac Jones uh, in a ceremonial manner of sorts. Uh, But this team isn't as good in the trenches as what we've seen in the past. I think they're still trying to figure out truly what they have at the running back position. And in my opinion, I think Damian Harris could be a guy that ends up getting dealt at some point if they think that Ramondre Stevenson can be a three-down back. You look at what they have at the receiver position. Yes, I expect Nelson Aguilar to be better, John o. Smith and Hunter Henry. But Devontae Parker has often been injured and durability, a major concern when you're talking about that. I think this New England Patriots team is on the outside looking in when we're ultimately discussing the playoff picture in the AFC. Todd, anything in the couple of weeks of preseason that we've watched between games and reports out of camps that have led to people uh, betting uh, and moving numbers? Nothing too, too crazy. Uh, I think we've seen you know questionable depth at best from the Seattle Seahawks so far in the preseason, not only at the quarterback position, but what this team will have in the trenches, uh, and even at the running back position, knowing that Chris Carson retired earlier this offseason. Kenneth Walker, we're not quite sure of his status, as Pete Carroll typically looks at all injuries through rose-colored glasses. And for a team that wants to run the ball first and foremost, and probably will have to with Geno Smith and Drew Locke under center, I think things can be a lot rougher in the Pacific Northwest. But ironically, when you're talking about preseason and some of the overreactions that typically happen, it's not as much on wins, losses, or even the week one numbers that are typically much more heavily impacted by injuries. It's the overall fantasy implications. You've seen Saquon Barkley start to rise on draft boards. You've seen a significant amount of buzz around Damian Pierce, and one of the biggest fallers uh, in the nation's capital would be in regards to Antonio Gibson. Will he be the bell cow back, or could Brian Robinson, the rookie out of Alabama, start to steal carries? And it's part of the reason Gibson is found himself falling outside the top 70. Todd Furman with us, our insider in Vegas, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. All right, Todd, uh, looking ahead now, you just mentioned the Seahawks. We've seen some bad football teams in action this week. If I said to you, who are your three favorites to be the number, to have the, get the number one overall pick in the draft next spring, who would you have? Because I'd have the Seahawks at the top of that list right now. I won't put the Seahawks at the top of the list, and this isn't going to be something that you want to hear, but I really believe it's the Jets and Falcons that are going to have oh, an excellent gee, chance thanks. for one of the top picks in the draft. Yes! <laughs> you wait until Joe Flacco starts out 10-0. and You just wait. Wow. <laughs> Well, I think, you know, for the Jets, it's not necessarily because of the roster. I think it's significantly better this year than what we saw last year. Uh, But go try and find a win for me over their first seven to eight games. I mean, you're talking about the most winnable game on paper at Cleveland week two against Jacoby Brissett at Pittsburgh. Uh, But home games, there's no gimmies anywhere in the mix. And unfortunately for Coach Salah, as you're trying to change the culture, even if the team is better and you start off one and eight or thereabouts, I'm not sure you can wave a magic wand. So I think this will be a Jets team that has much brighter days ahead, but it may not be realized now. And that would be one of the dark horses that I would consider for a team to have the worst record and maybe be drafting number one overall, which would beg the question if Zach Wilson struggled enough, could you see the Jets go in a direction and look to draft a quarterback again if they picked in the top three?
This aggression will not stand, man. Come on, Todd. <laughs> you, Smith, at least, you, at least you have the Mets. You have reason to be optimistic for the Mets because you don't need to sweat the ninth inning, at least the way things stand now like fans on the West Coast, knowing you have Edwin Diaz. You play the music, you trot him out there, and a guy that's you know, producing 18 strikeouts per nine innings, a luxury the Mets have not often been afforded when it comes to buttoning down the final three outs. Look at that. Kind words to you, Smith. Yeah. Usually most guests just do everything they can to pinata you and, and take a baseball bat to you. Todd gave you some love right there. Yeah, it's, it's the power of narco, man. It, it's the song. It's all about the song. It's what it is. So, you know, that's, uh, it's all about the dynamics. Uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint in Major League Baseball. You don't want to peak too early. And I have to say nice things about the Mets because if they happen to collapse in the division and it's the Braves <laughs> that win the National League East, you guys will at least always have this soundbite for you to play back. People take their buyouts on any kind of uh, Yankees futures. <laughs> and, you know, it's a team, we peaked. It's a team, yeah, it's a team I'm not real optimistic about. Uh, they look like they're constructed the exact same way that they have been over the last couple of years. There is good as their offense is when they're hitting home runs, but they can't manufacture runs. And the bigger problem for the Yankees right now, maybe with their starting pitching, suddenly not being able to land Luis Castillo at the deadline from the Reds and instead settling for Frankie Montas, not going to give them the rotation that they wanted as far as starters one through three when they get into the postseason. He's on Twitter at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman, Vegas Insider, longtime friend of the show. Todd, as always, buddy, appreciate it. We'll talk next week. We break down Pete Alonzo's MVP odds. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. He's always got a shot, but I think Paul Goldschmidt doing everything he can to try and put a little distance between himself and the field. Yeah, well, the guy's only hitting 370. Anybody can do that. I mean, come on. All right. <laughs> Thanks a bunch, Todd. See you, buddy. <laughs> see you, buddy. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real... And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tyshirt getting this in twice because he's off for like the next two weeks. Yes, well, sir. you know, you, yeah. you got to get your run when you can. Hey, thanks, Alex. Thanks, Jay. You know, like, like Dorothy said in The Wizard of Oz, Scarecrow, I think I'll miss you most of all. That is a podcast. <laughs> Burn it down. Remember what happened to old Scarecrow? Uh, little fire Scarecrow. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't I seen it. By, the Wizard although, of Oz. You know what? They are remaking it. Yeah, geez. Really? They remake? Let me get. Is Zach Efron the Scarecrow? Wow. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> I believe not? that was Zach Braff, who this week it was confirmed he and Florence Pugh had broken up. Something we talked about months ago. Come on, we were ahead of the curve on that, too. Yeah, no, we were. Well, what does that, wait, does that have anything to do with remaking Wizard of Oz? Well, remember, Zach Braff was part of um, that one with Mila Kunis and, and, and stuff. Wizard of Oz? Yeah, it was a spin-off of the uh, Wizard of Oz stuff. Re- oh, okay. I just want you to get you to say wizard as many times as possible. Wizard. <laughs> wizard. Wizard. Uh, now, tonight, <laughs> you're like, what is he doing? I feel like when It was the, the Great and Powerful. Pa- Oz the Great and Powerful was the movie's name. But, wizard. you know, he was not a wizard. <laughs> I was a wizard. I'm Mike Harmon. I say wizard. Wizard. Uh, it's not quite Bill to- Walton, but it's close. <laughs> a guy who used to be a wizard of the ninth inning, but it's not <laughs> anymore, <laughs> is Josh Hader. Josh Hader comes in the game for the podcast. Padres tonight. Remember when? He, remember when he was the big get of the trade deadline? Well, remember I cool. said they shouldn't have made that deal. That they should have stayed with Rogers. Uh, Josh Hader, after blowing the game just a night ago, hey, comes in again tonight. Game is tied against the Nationals in the ninth inning. 
The Nationals get a run when Hayter throws a grounder into right field to allow the go-ahead run to come in. Okay, boy, that's really not a good start for Josh Hader. But then he made up for it by giving up this two-run homer. Swing and a drive hit well to left field. Back goes Profar over his head and it is gone. Goodbye. First major league home run for Alex Cole. Bang. Zoom goes Alex Cole with a two-run homer off Josh Hader. <laughs> Not I'm gonna only guess a home run, his first major league home <laughs> I was, run. I was gonna say the, the, the crowd probably threw it back in, so he was able to get that ball <laughs> as a souvenir without having to give up too much in terms of bats, tickets, or anything else. What, what, so good what, for what, him. What do guys want? Tickets, a jersey? No, no, they just want to give it back to you. Oh, okay, great. They're asking if they can go yell at hater instead of meeting you. Can we figure that out, please? I mean, this is amazing seeing his fall is so fast. But, you know, the first the first big thing about haters, look, clearly the Padre, you can't put him in the ninth inning anymore. As much as sweating hater is fun, I can't believe he's going to get the ninth inning for a while. He may wind up getting lower innings. He may get one of those 10-day IL stints just to get your mind right for 10 days, which which teams have do now because you can because it's only 10 days. Something like that's going to happen with hater because you can't put him in the ninth inning now. You just can't. You can't do it. Closers are a lot like goalies in the NHL where they're great and they're hot until they're not. And all of a sudden they, they, they start giving up runs or they start giving up a ton of goals and you wonder what's happening. Are they done? Are they done? They flounder. They suddenly look like the worst player in the world. And you go, okay, they're never going to make it back. We got to move on. And then they come back and they're great again or they're not. I mean, it's the biggest roller coaster ride in sports when you see this. But NHL goalies and MLB closers are, are kind of the same thing. And when you see guys like Hayter and, and Craig Kimbrell and Kenley Jansen and guys we watch in the ninth inning that are just, boy, up and down and we sweat them every night. And it's one of the most fun things we do on the show is get to sweat Kimbrell and Hayter and Jansen on a nightly basis. Uh, when you see them, these are some of the best closers in the game the last few years, you see them have all these ups and downs. It, it, it gives you even more wonder and appreciation for how the hell Mariano Rivera and Trevor Hoffman did it so well for so long over so many years. They never had rough patches like this where it was they may lose their job, take them out of closing. I mean, to be able to close like that for the length of time they did, that becomes even more impressive when you judge by what's a great closer nowadays in baseball that they can lose it at any moment. Well, this becomes the, the question mark for our esteemed Hall of Fame voters. Uh, you know, Rob Parker, that's one of his treasured uh, things in his career and life is being able to vote. And, you know, we've argued and, and fought about a number of guys in and out and whatever else. But now do you go back and you start looking at slinging Billy Wagner differently? Guys like John Franco. Hell, Frankie Rodriguez, for that matter. Do they do they get a little more love based on the inability of closers in the current major league structure to maintain that level of excellence, right? It took a long time for Lee Smith to find his way. Do, do we see uh, a little more appreciation, much like we talk about wide receivers in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, Drew Pearson? You know, got in. Jason Cole tried. He failed. But, you know, you go through all, all of those, you know, metrics. And, and when we do these things comparing across the era, you, you certainly can appreciate the level of dominance by those individuals a bit more the further out we go.
Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. It's, it's really, you know, look, it, it makes me nervous for Edwin Diaz. Like, are the good times back all the way? I mean, we're going to hear Narca or suddenly something going to happen because it's what happens to closers. They just, for no reason, it's not like Josh Hader's not throwing hard. He's not, his stuff isn't great, but just something is off with him. And it's, there's many reasons why. And, and all of a sudden, the Brewers, who looked like, oh, my God, you traded Josh Hader. What, what's this going to do for the organization? They lost a couple games right away because you took what, what mentally it meant to trade him away. Now suddenly it's... Ooh, well, we got we got rid of Josh Hader. Wow, we got rid of Josh Hader at the right time. I'm feeling pretty good about this trade now. There you go, five and five in their last ten. Still looking up at the St. Louis Cardinals as we roll forward. What a week! Download our best of podcast. Goes up in about ten minutes on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you listen to podcasts. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Download it, subscribe us, rate us. We'll love you forever and ever and ever again. Wherever podcasts are available, you can get it. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Brian Noah's next. Mets yo. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.